I've been more attuned to that as I get older as well, because I've realized working with tons and tons of people that like ultimately the ability to get, stay motivated, accomplish anything really begins with with your mind, right? Like one of my one of my all time favorite simple quotes is just like where the mind goes, the body will follow. And it's so true because it's like if you don't have your shit straight upstairs, like you're probably not gonna be able to get anything done around you, right? It's just funny. It's funny you know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how come here, come here though. Yeah, he's crazy, Jake. Who are you? Yeah, man. Can't hear him screaming in the (laughs) the room right now. I can't right now, but I'm I'm sure it's coming. But that's okay. I uh, (laughs) I'm a new father myself, so I'm getting used to like, especially creating content. It's been interesting to try to like you know battle that. Uh, Oh, I bet. Oh, it's it's nuts. Because I mean, I I try to soundproof my studio as much as I can, but it's you know, as you know, those baby cries. They're there's something special, man. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, they they pierce through. Yeah, it, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it'll make you like rethink everything in life. You're like, why is th- why does this exist? Why is the sky blue? Like, it makes you go to a different place. It's crazy. That's um, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> How old's your little one though? He is almost six months. How about you? Oh, nice. So relatively new. Yeah, mine's four. Okay. Yeah. Same same ballpark. Same ballpark. Yeah. And where are you? Where are you out of? I think I saw it. Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, that's right. Okay. All right, cool. So yeah. it's not too really over there. All right, good. No, you're you're Eastern time as well, right? That's right. Yeah, four o'clock. Okay. Or four o'clock? What? One o'clock. See, I'm out. I was going to say, man. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> that made that made me look. I was like, hold on a second. I know uh, I'm on Eastern he, time, but <laughs> is he in Australia? What is going on? Um, yeah, I've, I've had a bunch of conference calls today with different brands. Like one was in Australia and then one was in Cali. So like my, oh yeah, yeah my, my time zones are all messed up right now. Australia is really strange. Cause it's like when I started dealing with anybody from Australia, I was like a day early That's or right. late. Like they're, they're all the way like on the other side. Yeah. So it's crazy. My buddy actually just got back from Australia and he said the jet lag was just, I've never been, but he said it was absolutely insane. Like, oh, I bet, yeah. Yeah. And it's always uh, worrisome when it comes to like Australia because all the videos you see and everything you hear about it, it's almost like, is it is it really like a cool country? Because it seems like everything can kill you, whether you're in a hotel or an Airbnb. <laughs> it's like snakes, spiders. Like I even saw one video where there's spiders yeah, underneath right? the handle of cars to Dude, get away from the shade. No. So like they, they carry around like this mist in their pocket. No, thanks. Yeah, so like anytime you're, you know, going to like whatever, CVS, and you get out of CVS, even if you're going a couple minutes, they'll take the mist and they'll just spray it underneath the handle so you don't grab it, and it goes on. It's like, why would I want to? No, I'm not going there. No, especially because wallet, keys, phone, like now I got to carry around mist? No. Right. It's it's too (laughs) too many pockets. Uh, But anyway, so we're we're recording, by the way. I just kind of get right into it. Um. So thanks for thanks for hopping on. I appreciate you. Yeah, uh, it'll it'll definitely be thanks good. Thanks for having me. No, man, it's it's a pleasure. I'm always interested to see and to hear rather uh, people in the health and wellness space because that's most of what my podcast is about. I don't know if you saw any clips or if you look back at some stuff. Um, but I've been doing it for about four years now, and as a uh, I was a personal trainer prior to this, long time ago, probably a decade ago. So many things have changed. Uh, since then, obviously, mm-hmm. but um, like now we're realizing that wet saunas aren't as good for you as like dry saunas. But like my health club <laughs> had like only a wet sauna. We said dry sauna was bad for you, so it's it's funny how things come full circle like that. But uh, but I've always sure. been I've always been passionate about the space, and uh, still you know talk to a lot of buddies that have um, that are still currently in it, and it's interesting because things do constantly change. So I'm always fascinated talking to people on the show because even just going back to two years ago three years ago when i started the podcast and have it on uh my buddy chris who was a trainer at the time even like listening to that episode things are so different even now three years later um mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of a cool industry in that respect but it's also kind of a challenge because there's so much bullshit out there and yeah. 
it, it's kind of, as you know, it's kind of hard to find where to turn to. So I, I like having people on just to kind of uh, talk about the space, talk about their experience, uh, and maybe give kind of objective uh, protocols to become just overall healthier physically, mentally, um, especially mentally now, man, with social media. It's uh, yeah. Like I'm, I'm late thirties. I don't know. How old are you? 35. Okay. Yeah. So I'm 38. So yeah, as we know, growing up, like we didn't have to handle and and when we were 20, the type of stuff that these kids are like, I'm I'm terrified for my daughter. I'm going to try to do what I can to, to teach you the best, but unfortunately it's, I know we got to think about that stuff now, right? I never thought I would. I'd be like, you know, just thinking about selfishly what I need to do this weekend. But now I'm like, I find myself, especially being a girl dad, like 18 years from now, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to prepare her <laughs> for this. <laughs> and my wife is like, yeah. just worry about today. And I'm like, you're not a guy raising a daughter. You it's don't different. It's, it's different. Yeah. Way different. <laughs> but um, if you can, I kind of got your, your cliff notes here, but I, I'd love to kind of get a quick little origin story of yourself. Let the listeners know. Uh, what you got going on? Yeah. Origin story. So it gets, it gets harder, uh, as I get older, right? Like I got, uh, there's, there's more time behind you and, and things have changed so much, but it really, for me, as far as health fitness stuff goes, started back, um, around 2008, uh, ish. And I was, I was a normal, normal kid. Um, you know, into normal stuff, video games, rock and roll, uh, going to school because I had to. Um, right. it, I really I really didn't think a whole lot about health or exercise or anything like that other than the mandatory health class in, you know, 10th grade or whatever. And um, it was it was when I was 18 years old. I, I was a hockey player. Right. So that was my that was my exercise. That was my passion. And I was trying out for this this junior team, which uh, was basically like a collection of kids sixteen to twenty that wanted to play in college or play in, you know play pro, right? So mm-hmm. tried out for this team. I was a smaller, smaller dude, late bloomer, classic late bloomer. Nice. When I was eighteen and like fully grown, I was like five eight, one hundred and thirty five pounds. Like you could you could pick me up and, and move me if I was in the way, right? And <laughs> Yeah, it just is what it is. You grow up like that. You don't think a whole lot of it. Um, It's not like I really was yearning for more muscle at the time. I just, it was whatever. I I was in, I was in like the, the rock and roll, like metal community and um, I played hockey. So whatever, but I made this team and the coach said, we like you, but if you're going to actually play, like you got to start working out, you got to put on all size. Hmm. It's like, all right, whatever, whatever. So Bally Fitness. There's a there's a throwback. Um, yeah. Some people will be oh yeah, I worked out at Bally. I, yeah. I worked out at Bally Fitness, and the younger younger folks need to hear this, but the older folks will know. When you start training, man, like when you start training and you're a young man or woman, like you make progress fast, right? So all you do is have to show up. Like I I, I don't even. I didn't know what I was doing. I would go in and do like upper body one day, lower the next. I don't know. I just alternated it with my buddy. Right. Didn't really know what we were doing. And I got big fast. I got, I got muscular. I, I could tell the difference like when I was on the ice and it was showing and, mm. um, it helped me with hockey. So in turn, I was like, yeah, this is actually pretty cool. And like, I started eating a little better. I ordered some muscle magazines. Um, my you first magazine full, yeah, was you a, a full gambit. Yeah. I went, I went all in. My first, my first magazine was a, was a, uh, Iron Man magazine nice. with, uh, Mike Titan O'Hearn on the cover. Classic. Which is funny. Cause that dude looks exactly the same today, like 20 years later. And he's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So I got all into it. Um, was just blown away about how, how my body could change and how I feel better. Cause I grew up, um, on a lot of fast food, pizza, you know, what are we ordering tonight? Um, sure. That kind of stuff. And, you know, it tasted good. Didn't think anything of it. And then I just realized like, oh, if I, and I thought like Subway was like a, a big step up or like Chipotle. I was like, oh, now I'm eating healthy. Right. Cause I, I just right. improved my fast food and uh, it was just, it was like total transformational thing. And um, that's kind of what got me started. And then 
that's when I was, you know, entering college and I decided to study exercise physiology for a lot of the same reasons. Like I love this stuff. Um, and yeah, I did, uh, I did undergrad in exercise physiology, graduated in 2011 and then went on to grad school, uh, same subject matter, exercise science, graduated in 13 and, uh, started training during that time, started training online actually when it was like yeah, early, early days. So yeah, it's awesome. That's the, that's the background. I love it, man. No, it's a, it's a cool story. Um, and you know, now are you, uh, are you a trainer? Are you a physical therapist? Yeah. So I'm, I'm a trainer. Um, it's, it's funny. Like what I, what I say is it, it depends on the day and who I'm talking to, right? Eh. Like when you run your own business, when you run your own business, you can change your nameplate every day. So like nice. when I was in, when I was in school, um, you know, a trainer was kind of looked at as like, Oh, you don't need to go to college to be a trainer. You just right. like, like to work out, you get a certification. So like something that was like prestigious feeling or like more advanced was like, Oh, go be a therapist or like a physiologist or whatever. So I was like, Oh, well, I better do that. Cause I'm going to school. Yeah. And when I got out of school, and I applied for real jobs, right? Like I, I interviewed with a bunch of them. I worked at a therapy clinic for a little while and I just, I didn't like it. And I, I was, I was training on the side mm. as like a means to get, means to get by. And I, and I enjoyed that. I really liked doing that. I worked with one-on-one clients and I, like I said, I did some stuff online, which was with friends and family. And that was like, back then it was just over email and, and like text message, like, Hey, here's a workout I made for you. Like the exercises are linked to YouTube videos. Like, right. you know, let me know, let me know. We'll talk next week. Let me know how it's going. <laughs> so I was doing that super early and, um, and yeah, so like I was on this chase to like be something more cause I thought it was like what better use of my education. Yeah. What you have to do exactly right. to like make good money and like do all that and have benefits and all that yeah. shit. But then ultimately I just realized like, man, I, I enjoyed doing this. Like, People love it that I'm working with. Uh, I just went all in. I did website business cards and just started doing my own thing. So today, uh, I guess to answer your question, like um, what I think best describes what I do is is like online health fitness coaching. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's great. So you, you got your own company and you pretty much do everything from the laptop and then train people one-on-one or you just do everything consulting over the phone, email, stuff like that? Or yeah, so... Of- uh, so it used to be both. And over the years, I gradually transitioned away from one-on-one. Um, not, I, I always enjoyed doing that. And, you know, I, I, on occasion, you know, still like do some of that, but for the most part, um, the past six years, I've been fully online. So, oh, nice. um, I have an app, I had clients through that and then give them everything they need. We communicate on the app, phone, FaceTime, et cetera. That's sick, dude. Yeah, I mean, you know, because I mean, ultimately, I, I can't speak for every trainer, but I know when I, I did it the easy route, you know, this was going back when I was 18. So, fuck, wow, that's crazy. 20 years ago. Um, ugh, is that right? Wow, <laughs> yeah, 20 years ago. Yikes. Um, so, I mean, Facebook was only in colleges at that point, That just to give right. people perspective how long ago that was. Like, my Facebook email was my Valencia Community College EDU. Like, that was my Facebook. <laughs> yes. Um, Same. so that's how long ago, but, uh, so I did it the easy route. I did the online certification thing. I worked at LA fitness, another throwback for people. Um, obviously they helped take Bally's out of business, uh, cause they bought a bunch of those, uh, those locations. Um, so we, we kind of had like a third party company that was inside LA fitness that was called a uh, body of change for a while. And then it was, um, like four other companies it was just a bunch of privately owned companies that would come in and buy it. And then all they require was just either an online certification or going to school is one or the other. So I did the online thing. I think it was NFPT, if I remember correctly, National Federation of Personal Training. I want to say that's right. Ooh, I don't remember. Uh, but I did the easy route, and only because that is what was required of me. But the reason I bring that up is because every single client that I had, and it was great because we made our own schedule, so I showed up at 5 a.m. I trained people as long as I could, uh, and it was all based off you know appointments, so it was per hour. Some people wouldn't show, but I get paid either way. And I was like, fuck it, I'll just get a workout in. So I was working out three times a day. And because I was at the gym all day, right? As you know. 
And it yep. was great, but then ultimately the goal that I would tell all the clients when we would sit down and get their assessment, uh, assessment going and uh, whether they wanted to lower body fat or increase muscle, like whatever their goals were, we would always, the end goal, whether it was six months, a year, two years, the end goal would be you don't need me forever. That's the end right. goal. Right. Either I'm going to teach you as much as I can now so you're self-sufficient and go see someone else or maybe go someone see, you know, go see someone that's uh, less expensive possibly. You know, maybe you just uh, go from five days a week to three days a week. Like the goal is I never see you again. Like I want to get you where you need to be so you can maintain yourself. And that to me was always the thought of like a good um, good coach in general, not just a personal trainer. But like right now I'm a podcast coach as well. And all my clients, they're not long term. They're three months, six months, a year maybe depends on how long. Mm -hmm. But eventually when I get them to a point where they could do it on their own, I don't need your money forever. I got – you know, I'm like a restaurant, right? Like, I, I don't want you to right. sit down at the table the whole time and keep eating like food, that. right? I, like, I, I want you to yeah. get out so I can I can help more people enjoy the meal. And that's kind of how I looked at training uh, in the past. So it's good that I think how you're doing it is the right way. And for people that um, maybe are a little standoffish to that, I think that's the good mentality to have is, you know, you don't want a personal trainer forever. You should, because this is a lifestyle. And, I mean, also physical not physical therapy, but therapy as a whole is probably another good example. You know, that's more like I need help getting through the day, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you have a therapist for the rest of your life, I think that's healthy, right? If that's what you need. When yeah. it comes to something like extracurricular, like fitness, podcast coaching, uh, if you want to learn how to uh, play, you know, chess, like eventually you want to sit down, learn how to play, get coached on how to play it. And then eventually you just want to, play chess on your own so mm -hmm. i think how you're doing it is the right way you want to teach these folks uh what they need to do and and to have a program like you do i, I think is awesome so uh kudos yeah that's great yeah thank you yeah it's uh i i say i say the same thing you know to to clients or, or prospective clients right because yeah one one thing that I, I have to do, as you know, is like you have to sell yourself, and that's mm. not something that I was the most comfortable doing naturally. Sure. So over the years, I've kind of you know developed ways to speak about it that's comfortable for me, and I think it makes it uh, frame it better for for people that are entertaining getting a coach, and that's a big piece of it. That yeah, it's it's not meant to be a permanent thing, and really, that now that I'm thinking about it, the clients that I've had for a long time. Mm they're not the best clients because mm. I'm like, they, there are people that will typically, and you'll understand this, the one, the ones that I have for a long time, I'm really their therapist, right? That's right. It, it, it transcends from training to, to therapy. So the ones I have had for a long time, it's like, I've debated like cutting some of them loose because it almost feels like I'm no longer serving them, at least not for the original agreement that we had it's yeah. but we have more of a friendship they like they're comfortable with me but then when i look sometimes i'm like man they, they're in the same spot they were last year and, and that makes me feel shitty because i'm like well i'm not doing my job right. but they're they're paying for it so that you know yeah. all their and they you know there, they but. use you to complain about the karens in the neighborhood and you know uh their shitty kid school teacher and you know, yeah you're exactly yeah. right you're the therapist that um is an expensive therapist because it's also like you have to work. <laughs> like know, if you go if you go to a regular therapist, it might be the same price, but at least you're sitting on a cozy couch. Like I would never pay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I would never. Pay I, don't a trainer. I don't accept insurance. Yeah, exactly. I don't accept any insurance. So <laughs> yeah. you're you're paying cash. Yeah, yeah. fuck that. Um, but let, so as you as you have had these clients for a long time, and you've seen kind of the uh, evolution, quote unquote, evolution of this fitness industry uh, that it's called now. Um, back when I was a trainer, it was like lifestyle, but now it's like the fitness Whoa. industry, you know, uh, show yeah. your ass on Instagram and you could charge people $50 a month. So like, where, where do you think this thing, like what got us to, to where we're at now? Is it beneficial? What's happening on social media platforms? Um, you see fitness as a whole blowing up and it gets trendy, which is good, I guess. Um, but like from a client perspective, because you've seen clients like I have 10 years ago, 20 years ago versus now, like I got a buddy that's still a trainer and he goes, bro, the hardest thing is like fucking TikTok. 
And I go, what do you mean? <laughs> and he goes, bro, half my clients on a daily basis come in and say, hey, uh, can we do this workout? And right. they show me the phone and I'm like, really? It's like, yeah, dude, but you know, she looks hot, so it must work, right? Um, must work. I know. Yeah. So like, what, what's your take on all that? What's, I'd love to get, get your perspective. That's, that's a doozy. That's a doozy of a question. So yeah. you, you opened with, um, tell, tell me again what you said at the beginning. You remember what you said at the beginning? Cause I was like, I was like, that's good. I agree with that. Mm. As far as like comment on, on industry as a whole. Oh yeah. F- like fitness industry, but really it's just a lifestyle. Like that? Yeah, like, so going over time, I'll, I'll start here. So yeah. going over time, like you kind of asked about 10, 20 years ago and working with, um, you know, adults and older adults. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to do the thumbs up, by the way. I don't know why that keeps popping up. Oh, you're good. I didn't notice. That's awesome. Did you see it? That's probably, maybe it's just on my end. Um, it's fantastic. People before understood the importance of exercise and working out on a very um, basic level that they know that they needed it. They know that it's part of being healthier. Just, it was just simpler. Right? It just, it just in order to live longer and be healthy and all that shit. So I want to do and be here for my family. I got to take care of myself. It was just very simple. That's right. And as time has gone on and I've seen things change with social media and all this stuff, there's so much, information available accessible and being spewed from millions of different avenues and sources and you know half celeb micro celebrities and whatever it's called like mm-hmm. it's it's just a it's a it's a minefield it's 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 a clusterfuck excuse my language it, it's um it's a mess and that's really one reason why i kind of brand myself the way i do today because 10 years ago, how I branded myself was, Hey, I'm an online trainer. Mm. Like that's cool. That's cool. Huh? <laughs> and then I had to explain, then I had to explain what that is right now. That's such a new thing. Yeah. yeah. Like I redid my website like a couple years ago and I was like, Oh my God, this is so outdated. Cause I was trying <laughs> to sell people on like what, out- what online training is and like, believe it or not, like I can send you workouts. Like, <laughs> dude, that's, that's so old. Like yeah. now, now the people that, find me and and are interested in my services they're confused as hell and a lot of them are people that were athletes and active people to begin with i'm not talking about like just couch potatoes right like these are people Mm -hmm. that thought they thought they knew what they were doing and there's so much information coming from all sides and all angles and a lot of it contradicts the other like direct direct opposition one day eggs will kill you one day they'll save your life like you drink too much water it'll kill you but water is the best like it's everything. It's everything. And like, I kind of brand myself now as like, I'm, I'm here to simplify health and fitness. I'm here to just cut out the, you know, cut out all the BS, cut out the BS and just be like, Hey, relax. Like, here's what you got to focus on. And it's, it's, it's amazing. It's (laughs) I'm having to like cover these basics as if it's like this crazy new thing. It's like, you know, dude, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. You don't have to, I find myself telling people you don't have to do that so much more often than I'm telling them what you have to do because everyone's so freaking confused. They're like, man, I'm tracking my macros and I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. And I'm doing the triple drop sets on the, on the, like, man, it's not that hard. Like 10, 20 years ago, people knew that like, Oh, I move more. I, I, I'm less fat and I'm healthier. For sure. Yeah. So everything's just hard. It's just harder. And you know, this is, um, this is a pro and con that I, I've, uh, that I've mentioned on the show many of times uh, about America as a whole is we are so greedy. Um, we're so innovative and we're so like forward thinking so many great things come from that, right? Like we wouldn't be able to go back on the moon in a couple of years if it wasn't for this type of thinking. So there's a lot of positives in the innovative and forward thinking that we have as Americans. And of course, tons of opportunity, right? Like most of the time, even if the average American is making 35, 40 grand a year, if you live below your means, you still have a great life. You're not enslaved. You can vote. It's not bad. However, with that innovation comes with a lot of issues. And one of the main issues when it comes to the fitness industry is too much information on everything. 
could eventually be very detrimental, not to your physical health, but also your mental health. It's just, it's mm -hmm. a lot. I think I would even challenge to say if there was less options with everything, I think more people would be healthier. For example, if you're driving down, Agreed. right, the, if you're driving down the, uh, the main street in your city, whatever that is, and it's Main Street, USA, driving down there and there's 35 fast food joints, if you're hungry, you're going to pick one of those spots. That's just how it is. Mm -hmm. But if there was one grocery store that only served healthy foods, you would stop there, grab healthy foods, and cook at home because that's your only option. Right. But having all these options is it's exciting and it's, ooh, there's a new restaurant. Let's try it out. But we also don't think of like if you do that every single day and you try the new spot every single weekend and that's all you're doing, this is where it becomes like a, a huge issue. And that's just with food, right? Going to the grocery store now, shit. We got Publix over here. You got Kroger, wherever you are. You go into those stores and there's 75 different types of breads. Bread yeah. is only four ingredients. You can make it at home in less than an hour. Yeah. It's we're we're overcomplicating so many things, but that's because when it's just white bread, the company's like, wait a minute, white bread on one shelf doesn't take up an we need to capitalize on this space because we're hungry and we want the fucking money. So we need to come out mm -hmm. with whole grain. And then we need to come <laughs> out with super seed. And then we need to come yeah. out with brown. I mean, whatever the fuck. That other yeah, word. yeah. But it's like that's how we capitalize on space and we make it bigger and bigger. And then eventually Kroger has to get a bigger store because all these other companies are coming out with all these different. And it's like when I go in there and all I want is zucchini and salad and carrots and fruits. But then, ooh, there's a new bread. Now I'm intrigued. You know, and this is yeah. how 75% of the fucking population is obese. Like it's no, people look at this and they, especially some of the friends I talk to that aren't as health driven as I am. And we have these conversations like, yeah, but bro, it's, it's hard. It's tough. And I go, dude, listen to yourself. You're like the jabroni on a Sunday that's complaining about working tomorrow. Like, what do you, what are we talking about here, man? Like you're complaining about things that we made up. We made up all these things. We made up these different flavors of bread and you know, all this, you don't have to do it. You just, yeah, it's the temptation. And, um, that's yeah, also the it's human nature, right? Yeah. And we, uh, we definitely thrive on it for sure. And we're, it's, it's, I mean, I'd like to say it's a type of drug, right? When it comes to like food in particular yeah. and, and social media, it's all the same thing. It's all that dopamine hint that we're getting from all these different foods and these girls on our, on our feed. Like, it's like, Ooh. Yeah. Don't get me, <laughs> say, don't even get me started on TikTok. <laughs> I, uh, I, I do. It's, I mean, it's a great tool. But you got to use it the right, just like anything else. You got to use it the right way, you know. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's hard. It's um, it's really it's paralysis by analysis. With mm. I, I guess just to put it put it short, like that's that's what I think about when uh, people come to me. They're just they're just so they're so confused and uh, they haven't got results because no one's got. Why have the pay like sort of playing off? your metaphor there. It's like, why have the patience to do anything for any length of time? Right. Like yeah. why even go to, why even go to that? Like the restaurant you like, even if it is fast food, whatever, why even go to that every day or every week? Because like curiosity, again, it's like, well, what about all that other shit? Like that could be better. We always want what's the best. So if you're doing an exercise program, even if you paid for it, Mm. you're going to, you're going to do it for a little while. And then like when you look in the mirror and you're like, well, I'm, I'm not tan and ripped yet. So this must suck. <laughs> then you're going to, you're going to jump ship and you're going to hop on something else. You're going to spend, spend money for that. So yeah. it's also like, it just, a it's a, it's a patience thing. And it's, it's a over, it's part of the overwhelm. There's, there's too many damn options. And if you're not educated, yeah. like, key word, if like you're not, and I'm not talking school educated. I'm just saying if you're not, <laughs> privy to right like what's going on you you don't know any better it, yeah. you don't know any better and then you just you're just jumping all around spinning your wheels doing x y and z wondering why it's not working uh, yeah. in reality like if anyone's stuck to anything right like people always ask what's the best this what's the best diet what's the best pro what's the best training program like dude if you stuck to anything for any length of time like you would get some results yeah but 
that's not the society we live in. And right. It's like, there needs to be a quicker, a quicker fix or otherwise like, what's the point? It's gotta be out there. I just gotta find it. Yeah. Yeah. It's either, it's either a quick fix or, you know, they always think the grass is greener on the other side. You know, it's like when they're, when they're doing that one thing and they're like, Oh, let me, uh, let me do this instead. Maybe that'll work. And then you end up just hopping a bunch back and forth. It's no different than getting a new iPhone, right? It's, yeah. They they switch up the camera just a little bit, and don't get me wrong, I'm going to get it for sure. But I, I mean, said I, guilt, yeah. guilty, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I've had yeah. in the 15 years or however long Apple's been around. I think it was like the 90s, right? 20 um, something year, I might have had four upgrades, four phones. So I'm not upgrading every year, but when it's a big deal, you know, when they upgrade the camera, and I'm a fucking content creator, like of course I'm going to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, I mean, if I was in business a, expense. Yeah, exactly. If I was an accountant, I'm not getting a new fucking iPhone, but, uh, but that's the, you know, we always want like, you know, what's, Ooh, what's, Ooh, it's exciting. It's new. I think a lot of that has to do with maybe we're trying to fill the void that some of us have, which I've been in that situation as well to where when fitness wasn't a part of my life, maybe you can relate with this, but uh, when I got out of the fitness field for a while and I, you know, started my own company and, um, it was a marketing firm and, you know, we did a lot of sales, a lot of client meetings, a lot of travel, and I just didn't have the time to work out. And of, of course that comes with convenience and you want to eat fast food a little bit more. And I never really gained mm-hmm. weight, but I definitely went from like 180 pounds feeling super good about myself to like 155. And my mental health was vastly different. Um, yeah. and then eventually I sold my company and I started working for corporate America again. And I started getting back into my fitness and that was just that was life-changing for me, and I haven't stopped since, uh, except for I had a surgery last year that put me out of commission for like six months. But even still during that time, mentally, I was just fucked, and I could not get my head right. And I realized that it was because of fitness. Fitness mm-hmm. is, I can't speak for everybody, but the aggression that you have inside your inside that face of yours through fitness, man, it just... It's it's my meditation. I'm not big into meditation. Yeah. I've tried, but it is like my way to release and be angry at the world. And I find when I do that, I'm not angry at my wife. I'm not angry at my friends. I'm not angry at my family. Like, I don't argue with people. When I don't work out, though, it, I did the math on this. It's about five days. If I go five days without working out, <laughs> I get really short-fused. Even sometimes now, it's at the point where I've been married with my, with my wife almost nine years, and she doesn't really keep track of like when I work out because sometimes I'll just do like calisthenics in my studio or something. And mm-hmm. she'll be like, uh, when's the last time you worked out? And I go, why? It's like, has it been more than a week? <laughs> and I go, yeah. And she's like, you're an asshole. Go work out. I go, okay. <laughs> like she knows. She knows when I don't, you know what I mean? Like that's how short fuse I am sometimes. But I think if it's not fitness, it needs to be something. Uh, if you can fill that void with something, the world is just better in my opinion. You know, you don't worry about mm-hmm all the other noise out there because you're preoccupied with dealing with yourself. I think a lot of times when we lash out at other people or we blame people for certain things or we blame Biden or Trump or whatever it is, it's because like inside you got something going on where you got to excrete some anger. And if everyone just focused a little bit more on their fitness, uh, it does wonders, man. Even if it's just, you know, getting out and walking, whatever, doing something, moving. I, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Um, it's, uh, I was just talking to somebody about that this morning. Cause like, again, what I do a lot of times hops over the line of mental health in a way, right. Or like therapy and then, then hops back. And I've been more attuned to that as I get older as well. Cause I've realized working with tons and tons of people that like ultimately the ability to get stay motivated accomplish anything really begins with with your mind right like mm. one of my or my all-time favorite simple quotes is just like where the mind goes the body will follow and it's yeah. so true because it's like if you don't have your shit straight upstairs like you're probably not going to be able to get anything done around you right and the same could be said no, this isn't even about fitness necessarily but 100 percent like and it's funny. I, I laugh when you said the thing about five days. Cause I've thought about that too. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> these are the, these are the things you learn about yourself. Right. Well, like as you're in your third is like, 
you really can hone in on those kinds of things that you would never think about before. That's right. And yeah. for me, I've, I don't like to go more than two days. And again, that doesn't mean like an aggressive dripping and sweat workout. That just means like I'm carving time to know in my head that I, I did something that I yeah. did something for me that I, that I exercised, I got my heart rate up. And whenever it goes more than two, there's some kind of like internal switch that's like flips to like pessimist mode. Yeah, like, Oh, dude. you suck. Like you, 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 like you suck. Or like, dude, what are you doing? Like, it's this self-defeating voice that starts getting louder. No, question. like after that second day. Right. And then once that voice kicks in and, and it starts, starts chirping, man, that's, that's hard. That's hard to turn off. And then that's easier to write, turn into, four or five, six days and plus. Yeah. It's so weird how that happens. And you know, a lot of it I think is just routine, right? Because with anything, if you're sticking with a routine, once you get out of that routine, you feel funky. Like I, I was doing journaling for quite some time before my daughter was born. Cause I want to, I thought it would like look cool. You know, when she's 18, I could read back to like hearing that journey. I like of, that. You know what I mean? So I ended up doing it and like then right at like five months, shit got so busy as you know the doctor appointments every week and you know it, it, we're decorating and we're doing the nursery and i just forgot to journal and mm-hmm. then here she is she popped out she i didn't even think about it that i didn't stop journaling but just the other day i found the journal uh, underneath my nightstand and i looked at it and it was like when she was six months pregnant with her daughter and i was like shit i stopped journaling like i didn't even consciously remember that i stopped it just a day goes by, two days goes by. Oh, I need a journal. Three days goes by, four, and then you forget. Yeah. And that's it. And now I'm like, I lost that moment. How cool would have that have been if I just stuck to that routine? And of course, I'm going to get back to it. And even me saying this, I've been telling myself for a week I need to get back to it and I still haven't. But, you know, it's just, it's that routine where if you can get into something, you can do it for a long time. Problem is I only did it for a couple months. You know, working out, mm-hmm. as you know, I've been doing it since I was 18, so 20 years of this routine. And now it's like right. physically and mentally it it shows. So I think if I was journaling for 15 years, after a couple of weeks, I would like hate myself and say, I need to journal again. Um, right. And I, I think you have to have that. You have to have some type of discipline. And I think it is hard to keep with those routines. A big reason why I think we're having these conversations is because the outside influence is so, so good. <laughs> I mean, there's a new show on Netflix every day. You know what I mean? Like these YouTube videos are great. I mean, there's just, there's so much cool shit to do. And then you, mm-hmm. you know, tackle on, we're new parents now. So now your time is occupied with seeing their first <sighs> smile and like what, like hearing them go, nah, nah, nah. and you're like, oh my God, my heart. Like it's, so where do you have the time to work out? And I think the, the answer is, and correct me if I'm wrong, it has to be like brushing your teeth. You mm-hmm. just ha- you have to do it. You know, you're not going to stop brushing your teeth for a week because you have a kid now. Y- you have to make the time, whether it's five ten, five ten minutes, whether it's, you know, walking around with the family, which is one thing we do three times a day now. We never used to walk, but now we walk three times a day because, right, if I can't get in my fitness every day, I need to do something. I need to burn off this food that I'm eating because now, as you know, having a kid, your diet isn't looking too good. No. It's no, pretty, pretty not quite easy. The same. It's pretty easy just to throw back some cereal like at 8 p.m. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it's, so. it's you're right. It's amazing. I, it's another thing I talk about a lot is uh, like time management stuff as it as it relates to working out, right? Like that's right. Because that's that's everything, and um, I'm being challenged to put my you know, my words into action and practice what I preach more than ever, because it's easy to do that when you don't have children and maybe you just, you're either a single guy or like, you know, eventually I had a girlfriend and she's not my wife, but like having a kid, man, holy smokes. Like I, six months into this and I'm, yeah. I'm still, I'm still getting a better handle on it. And it makes you think about what you tell people. And how, yep. and maybe how I speak to people that I know have kids. And it's like, <laughs> what, I, what I've kind of thought for myself and, and others too, is you have to be 
learn to be more flexible because mm-hmm. the days of, Oh, I'll go to the gym from four to five. Cause that's after work and it's before dinner. Like the days of carving blocks of time, whether it's fully planned and where it's just you and where you go to your, your happy place, like that, you know, few and far between, right? Like yeah. you have to be able to, like you just said, like by going for a walk with the family, that's something that's, it's like a two bird, one stone, or sometimes there's three birds, one stone, man. It's like, you have to be able to integrate mm-hmm. and multitask. And the key is feel, feel good about that. And don't think that you're, you're slacking. Don't think mm-hmm. that by doing that, you're off your wagon. Cause as soon as you think you're off your wagon, you're off your wagon. That's right. So you have to, you have to be able to do these things and you got to be able to understand that that's the new norm. And it might look totally different. Like you might have to completely yeah. up, you know, overhaul upheaval, whatever that you, that you used to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's a, it's a major shift. And I'm not just talking about kids. I mean, um, anybody that, that is struggling and needs to get their ass in gear, um, wow. that has a time since it has a goal of any kind that they, if, if you want it, like you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. You have to create a new, a new routine. Yeah. And you got to be a little creative sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And even when it comes to, you know, not like you said, not just kids, but maybe you have a new job, uh, you know, maybe you uh, moved a little bit farther away from your work. So now you're commuting time. Like, there's a lot of challenges you're going to run into that might hinder your fitness, but yeah, you just have to, you have to find the ways. Um, you know, for instance, if you're like at a corporate job, try to, you know, make sure you have a standing desk and if not, see if your company can buy you one of those attachments that you can put on top of the desk and you can stand and, you know, it sounds stupid, but go for a walk on your lunch break, you know, have some type yeah. of lunch where you can eat handheld. Maybe it's like a, a healthy BLT or something like that. And you're walking and eating a sandwich. You know, these are, mm-hmm. these are little things that you could do. And it's, it's interesting when you talk to other people that are, especially in their nineties and hundreds, where I've had the privilege uh, of talking to some older people that are like very coherent. Uh, they, they sound like they're 60 and you won't believe they're 95. And the, the biggest secret that they tell you, and this is very true in Europe and Italy in particular, in the blue zones, if you don't know what those are, people should look that up. But the, all these people walk constantly. They walk after every single meal. They still drink, you know, especially those Italians. They love their pasta, their wine, and their bread. But mm-hmm. all their ingredients are ingredients that you can actually fit in the palm of your hand. You know, four, five, six ingredients tops. They're not these mm-hmm. over-processed foods that you have. So... If you're going to have these overprocessed foods and these fat, you have to make sure that you could figure out a way to implement some sort of fitness regimen into your life because you want the most out of this life, especially if you got kids. That's one thing that really kicked me in the stomach is I'm into my health hardcore. Probably like if you were to grab a hundred of my friends, I don't even have a hundred friends, but if you were to grab a hundred <laughs> of my friends. Just, just a hundred of a select 100 of my friends. Just those 100. <laughs> But I might be the only one that is super passionate about fitness, and I struggle. Yeah, that that should tell you a lot that those ninety nine other folks don't give a shit, and that's because they don't have that forward thinking that you know we've been talking about kind of the theme of this podcast, which is you don't do it for your looks or your abs or your spray tan. You do it because it's a lifestyle. You want to live longer, and mm-hmm. if you have kids, you got to start thinking about this stuff. So so now I'm even more like cognizant of it because i'm like oh well you know i'm i'm late 30s i'm 38 so yeah most people have their kids when they're in their 20s right so i'm already like shaving off 10 years of my daughter's time with me so i need i need to figure out a way to live till i'm 90 you know thank thank goodness for by by the time we're that age trt is going to be on a new level stem cells are going to be on a new level so we'll probably live till we're 100 anyway 134 yeah Yeah. welcome but Something I want to like be that. a I want to be a good looking 130 year old. You know what I mean? Like exactly. I don't want to be like 130 on the deathbed. So I want to be able to you know play around with my great 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 grandkids. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but that's the thing, man. Is you know it's uh and I I do find that interesting because I was looking through your page and I'm curious because we're almost at an hour, so I want to make sure I get this uh, without taking too much of your time. Do you do any type of uh, uh, other extracurricular activities, whether you know uh, contrast therapy? ice plunging, saunas, do you do any type of that stuff into your regimen, your personal regimen, anything to help your fitness? Yeah, I, I do. Not a ton. Um, 
I'm, I'm pretty, pretty basic. Like something that I do swear by and I, I don't do as much as I would like for one reason or another, but it's something that like I, I do try to do is, um, is massage, massage therapy, uh, deep, deep tissue, deep tissue work in particular. Um, I just think, I mean, I kind of found this through like when I was doing my hockey stuff and bodybuilding in the early days, like you put your body through the ringer and I'm not saying it's, it's any, any type of fitness level, I mean, can benefit from something like that. Um, so yeah, going, going and getting a, a good, like deep tissue massage just is the thing that I can't do for myself. Mm. Right. That, that truly makes a difference because we can do a lot for ourselves. Like that's right. yoga is something that I think about that. Like I never used to do, but I swear by trying to do it at least once a week. Now, sometimes it's once a month, but like I, I feel so much better overall. I notice mm. right yeah. when I, when I'm able to include that once. And if I don't do yoga and I don't do like a massage and like a three weeks go by a month goes by, I'm like, man, I can, I can just, you know, you just feel it. You're sitting there doing work on the computer, just talking to somebody and you're like, man, like I'm just not quite right. Right. Like just when you move, when you move your body, when you use it um, to whatever degree, like you have to have that because workouts are only, only a part of it. Right. Like mobility, stretching, call it what you want, you know, therapy, just call it what you want. You, You have to address pliability of your of your joints and muscles and tissues it's not it's not, it's not just grinding the hell out of them and letting them rest that's one thing mm-hmm. that's one thing to help them prevent against strain and, and future workouts but in order to just not feel like a fucking knot all the time yeah and be cognizant throughout your day of like you can't relax because your neck hurts your back hurts it's like right. you got to get ahead of that stuff i don't care how old you are if you're if, if i'm talking to an 18 year old i would tell them the same thing because that happens. That, that happens fast. Like, yeah, dude. You could be out of high school. You could be out of high school for two, three years, and you could you could have aches and pains and and tight muscles and and you know like you have to include something. It could be it could be whatever. It just find find that thing for you that you're like, yeah. That that's that keeps me straight. No, dude, that's that's a good point. I didn't even think about massage because I haven't gotten a massage in a while. But yeah, deep tissue was the way to go, especially when I was <clears throat> when I was training and I was you know working out all the time. You have to. And even especially I would even say, I would even challenge to say, if you don't work out, you should get more massages in my professional mm-hmm. opinion. If you're not going to do yoga or Pilates or something like that, because mobility, if you're not going to train, the cool thing with like training and actually working out with weights is naturally if you're smart enough and do your research, you're not going to like jump on a bench and do 220 right off the bat, right? Yeah. You're, pre- you're probably going to do some incrementality when it comes to weights and you might start with some 20s and maybe do some dumbbell press to warm up. So you're kind of getting mobility in beforehand. Mm-hmm. You should still stretch before and afterwards. But if you're not doing any training at all and you're also not doing some sort of stretching or getting massages or working out those joints, bro, you're going to be 65. You're going to be hurting. You're going to be yeah. hurt big time. And it's hard for people to kind of think that far ahead because, you know, Russia and China might nuke us any day. Like I, I get there's more going on. But it's like I always I always tell my friends that are like, dude, how do you have time for all this stuff? And Tony, like, how do you do it? And I go, bro, like, what if? What if the world doesn't come to an end tomorrow? What if Florida doesn't flood because of climate change? What if we're we live till yeah. hundred and there's no issues? Don't you want to be healthier at that time? You know, this like whole yeah. YOLO mentality has really ruined a big chunk of the generation because uh, they're just yeah. like, let me just drink every night. Cause party. Woo! <laughs> like, I'm just like thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, I need to get to bed at 9 PM because I want to work out in the morning. Like, you know, yeah. so it's, you got to have a different mentality, especially as you get older and have kids. So in my twenties, I was reckless, but yeah, you're right though. Cause when you said, I wish I did it earlier, dude, I wish I was stretching and getting massages. Like, in college, man, because it was, I think I would be healthier now. Like I was just doing squats the other day and I forget mm-hmm. what it was. I think I threw up like, I don't know, nothing crazy. It was like 175 or something like that. And I usually can rep it out without any issues. And, you know, I, I usually don't increase anymore because I had surgery uh, about a year ago. But then after like the third set, 
my right leg was like, and I was like, oh, fuck. And I stretched for like 20 yeah. minutes beforehand. And I was like, what is going on here? And then I thought to myself, I'm 38. That's what's going on. <laughs> That's what's happening. And I'm like, fuck. It's like everything I was doing before this has led me to yeah. this moment. And it's probably the True. 20 years of non-stretching why my knee is now popping. So, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to... I'm going to try to work on it, but it's, you know, it's one of those things you got to yeah, get ahead of, you know? Yeah. You got to get ahead of it and realize too, that it's, it's never too late to like, okay. You know, disclaimer for, for everyone, like we're, we're not getting any better. Like after you, right. you start, like you technically yeah. start aging at like 11, which I learned, I learned in school. And I thought it was like, just like fascinating. Like, yeah. Oh shit! I thought it was like at least eighteen or like twenty-four or something. It's like no, like once you start aging at like eleven, technically, and then you just and then you're like your decline kind of starts. So obviously, yeah. like we're all on this we're all on this ride where we're like hanging on, right? And like you just see how far you can get. So obviously, like we're we're heading that way. But it's like, what do you want it to look like? Like you want just mm. crash and burn, YOLO, right? Crash and burn, <laughs> or or do you want to like have that be a little more chill and like just can't see my hand on the screen, you know, like go down a little more, a little more yeah. gradual. So like you can enjoy the view, right. While you're, while you're heading down. Do that again. And oh yeah, there we go. It's <laughs> like, it's like, uh, it's like a mirror image on my screen too. It's like yeah. fl flipped. <laughs> so yeah, man, I mean, because, because, you know, when you talk with older folks too, um, God, I mean, even as early as thirties, people start to get this mentality that it's like they, they, they missed something. It's too late. It's too late. Like, oh shit, I, I already didn't take care of myself in my twenties or I already didn't take care of myself in my thirties. So it's like, well, here's what it is. So, you know, throw in the towel, like might as well just, you know, have a blast. So it's like, nah, it's not too late. Like there's a, there's biological aging and there's chronological aging. And I believe a lot in that. And I try and educate people on, on the difference. I mean, easy example is you take take 250 anyone could do this exercise it's like you take two people that are 50 years old that you know right, right. could be anybody it could be the mailman it could be your mother just like take two people that are 50 you can find one that looks like a walking corpse and you can find one that you're like holy shit they look better than me like i'm 35 yeah. you can always do that like for any age 60 70 80 that's right. tell tell me that that's like explain that otherwise right it's it's not just luck of the draw like yes genetics play a, a role in it but like you can extend your life significantly by not feeling like it's too late all right yeah. and you can really slow that that decline towards super gradual and you can you can be kicking ass in your yeah. you know and we got to always remind ourselves that like i'm sure you know you're i'm sure this it, you've probably had the thought of of 40 right it's like sure. me and my buddy like turned 35 recently and we're like oh shit dude we're like we're like legit mid 30s we're like right next to the <laughs> the late 30s yeah so like every, everyone thinks about that next like right. oh shit i'm almost blank i'm almost blank it's like yeah yeah just let that light a fire and just realize like that's your that's your chronological right like where are you where are you biologically yeah that's that's what should matter that's what should get you psyched up yeah no well said dude and that's one thing i realized when especially when i hit 35 i think that was the magic number for me um my 35th birthday i was like shit dude and then it took me about eh, six months of like doing the same things that i always do and i'm like you know i could still freaking i could still throw down you know like me and my buddy like i used to wrestle back in high school and i threw him once when i was there i was like dude i'm fucking 35 fuck <laughs> you bro like i feel 18 bro so yeah. then I'm like, you know, here's a really crazy throw on your tinfoil hat. A year, we just made up. We base it off of the Earth's rotation. Mm -hmm. But like if you didn't know what a year was, like if no one explained to you what a year was, it wouldn't matter. You would just live your life as if you would live your life. And that's how I'm, the last few years, that's how, I, that's how I'm thinking of things now. Where it's like, it's just, it's everything's made up. Like these words are made up. 38 yeah. is made up. You know, f f literally the words out of our mouth, it's all made up. So yeah. no one really knows what it is. It's just what's 
we've been told. We've been told that the retirement age is 65. We've been told you're supposed to make 50 grand a year. We've been told you got to get married before 30. And all this shit is just all, it's us guessing, man. We don't know anything. You know, like yeah. when the aliens come down and abduct a few celebrities, then we'll have a nice little check and we'll be like, who gives a shit about our age? So I'm just waiting for that moment to happen. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that it's not that big of a deal. And especially now I have a kid too, because that was the big thing when we were pregnant. They're like, because my wife is 35. Um, so that was a big thing for us is, you know, because she was quote unquote high risk, uh, but she was fine. Baby's fine. Everything's fine. So then I really thought to myself, well, what is high risk? That's just something we're told. Right. Yeah. You know, it's it's not it's not for everybody. If you could take care of yourself, like my wife and I have, and you know, if you could be healthy, high risk is not really high risk because she's yeah. technically like internally the body of a 25 year old. You know what I mean? Because she's yeah. taking care of herself. So we have to kind of re re uh, recondition our, our brain a little bit, I think, to to think some of those things. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. The tinfoil, that tinfoil hat made me laugh. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's a good way to take it like a step further. Like if I feel like I don't lose somebody when I get into my, my chronological thing, if I don't lose them, I'm going to, I'm going to use that next and be like, yeah, Please. really, when you think about it and then <laughs> yeah. it's all made up. It's like that like, next, <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all a dream, man. Yeah, man. Like, you know, let's just grab some, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's eat, let's eat some mushrooms and walk up a hill. Um, yeah, dude. I like that though. I like that. Yeah. Feel free to take it, my friend. Absolutely. Um, well, listen, man. We're again, we're at an hour. I'd love to do a part two with you, but I usually try to keep things about an hour, um, mainly because I'm sure, like, I don't know about your wife, but my wife is probably freaking out right now. She's like, "Come help me!" Um, so thanks again. Yeah, for... I, got, I got the nanny here today, so it's like every, every oh, second is like every second counts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. I'm seeing those dollar bills rag up. I need to get elf. Right. Um, but let everybody know your socials, man. Of course, I'm gonna link everything in the episode notes. So for people that are just listening, not watching, I'll throw Ben's info down below along with his IG. And, um, you know, if you want to leave your info, if, if people need help or consulting website, uh, all that jazz, feel free. Go ahead. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty simple. Um, Ben Polacco first and last name, uh, people probably need help on spelling the last one. So, uh, like I said, you'll, you'll drop it in the notes. I'm mostly Instagram. Um, Facebook to me, um, is just like, there's too much going on and oh, TikTok. Yeah. I want to blow my brains out, um, <laughs> spending more than a minute on there. So I hang out on Instagram, my website, uh, Ben Polacco fitness. And, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, my, my thing is like, I always enjoy connecting with new people. I mean, I talked to you what, like two days ago, I think for the first yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's, let's hop on a podcast. Cause I've just always learned that, you know, these kinds of connections just, it, it never hurts to talk to someone new. It's like, it's like the modern equivalent of like running into someone at the grocery store and just like, like we don't talk in person anymore, right? Like Ooh, yeah. no one wants to talk to each other in person. So that's the new so way true. of connecting is like finding someone on, on the, the worldwide web that like has some kind of similar interest. Right. And then if you take 15 minutes or whatever, an hour to talk to them, like, you now have like a new friend. You have someone that's a contact. You have someone that it's, it's you could dial up anytime, right? You might connect with them for something work related. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's personal. You never know. Yeah. So I, I just I would I do like to point out, especially at the point I'm at now, where it's like I'm not this like young scrappy business person that's like oh I need <laughs> clients. Like yeah. I truly enjoy being with people. So I always tell people like hey if you're if you're feeling any of the stuff that I put out there or talked about, or you heard here today, like hit me up. Like, I'd be happy to hop on a call. Like I always like to do just like a, a call to shoot the shit and just get to know you. Like I, I never want to sell anybody or nice. offer anything or even talk about what I do in terms of like coaching or pricing yeah. until we've already, until we already spoke and set up a separate call because That's cool. I don't want that to be, I don't want that to be clouding just a, a general connection. Like we bumped into each other at the store and like, Hey dude, I like your shirt. Right. Or something like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. that's kind of how I think of it. So yeah, absolutely. And no hesitation. Um, but yeah, man, appreciate you having me on. This is, this is cool. Um, yeah, man, that was, this, a pleasure. was fun today. And I would even love to, uh, maybe next time since we talked a little about health and wellness on this one, maybe the next one we could do about, uh, parenthood. We'll wait till like we're at a good milestone, maybe like 
eight months, 10 months, something like that. And then we'll be like, we figure out what we're doing first. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I want to be able to talk about stuff. Now I'm just making a bunch of mistakes. So I want to be, (laughs) I'm like, I'm like that new guy that's like starting to learn what kettlebells are. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah. I want to wait until like the I'm kettle, a pro. The kettlebells. The kettlebells. <laughs> the kettlebells. <laughs> yeah, those kettlebells. Yeah, so we'll wait until we're actually pros and we can do some swings and shit. And then we'll, uh, you know, we'll talk. All right, Ben, enjoy the weekend, brother. You too. Take it easy, man. All right, later on. <laughs>